For any Yankee fans looking for a podcast to listen to, I suggest you check out NYY Sports Talk. Are you listening? Tune into the fellas. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's no BS, there's no drama. Uh. You just feel like you with the fellas talking baseball. Welcome back. This is episode 252 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. What earth? It's been a while since uh, we've all it's been, been a while. The start, at the start of the show. Uh-huh. Since uh, at the start of the show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. So. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, so that's, uh, that's true. That's a good got point a lot there. to get to, point. and we really don't have a lot of time tonight. So we'll just get we'll just dive right into uh, patreoncom nyyst. Go there, support the fellas. Five dollars a month gets you exclusive bonus content and forty percent off all merch. Hey, the last listen, show, listen, no. listen. It's only five bucks a month. However, we got a new patron, the OG. Patrick Damn. from what is it across the pond? See. Okay. 30 bucks a month. 30. Because he's the yeah. OG. So guess what? Oh. You don't have to stop Ooh. at five, people. You don't have to stop at five. You want to match the OG? <laughs> Forget it. I'll tell you what. If we get two patrons to match the OG at 30 a month, I'll give away a free t shirt to every single patron we have. Wow. Boom. If, wow. If we do what? If we get two patrons after this episode, before we record okay. next week, every patron that signs up. Ooh, that's a good deal, dude. Gets a free t-shirt. They got to match Patrick, though. They got to match the OG. Okay. ones or current okay. ones? I'll tell you what. They could even go $10 less. 20 bucks a month. And they all get, they all, all right. every patron gets a free t yeah, You still didn't answer the question, new or current. If somebody ups their pledge, or do we have to get two? Um, no, patrons? you can up your pledge. You can up your pledge. It could be an up. It could be an up pledge. Well, the last patron uh, Patreon episode was supposed to be a celebratory one. Mm, uh, it was with Derek Derek Jita getting into the Hall of Fame, but two, it was in, it was in the midst of the Yankees' yeah. uh, garbage, and uh, I couldn't really hide my emotions of their just straight up fucking garbage. So it kind of put a damper on the show, but. If you want to take a listen, patreon.com slash NYYST. Also go to nyysportstalk.com. Click the shop tab. Two new El Capitan shirts are out. The uh, final uh, pieces of the Sterling Silhouette Series, a hoodie and a T-shirt in honor of the uh, newest member of the Hall of Fame. And leave us a five-star rating and review uh, wherever you listen to this show. Can we do a... uh can we do a midweek episode in the next couple of weeks where we send out the the Zoom link to all our patrons if they want to join the show? Oh, that's a good idea, dude. Is we this should really be like your mom's OnlyFans account. Yeah, uh, sure. Christian. My mom's or his? Now, do you mean? Yeah, who's she's mom? here. She's she's in my house right now. I can't talk. Oh, really? Yeah, mom, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> that's why Roro was your favorite player on the Yankees. That's true. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> now you're doxing my mom. All right. Uh, okay. 
Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move okay. On. You told you said my you said my mother's All nickname right. on the show. Okay. Right. Uh, you, do you have a mad dog down, right? Uh, it's like it's hit or miss. If I listen to him enough, yeah, I'd be able to get it, Dad. Listen to it. It's not nah. what I do with my kind of mad dog. Yeah. No, nah, you can get it. You can get it. Yeah, I don't. He's I such an easy impression for you. you. Like you're so it good at impression. Mad Dog 2020, uh, like a beer. Some some people drink, they get fucked up off of. Some impressions, though, it just depends on the tone of the voice. Tone of the voice, yeah, that's true. You know, that's like true. Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter's pretty easy to do. I, I kind of <laughs> like doing his a little bit of flamboyancy with that, <laughs> where you kind of add a little bit of a lisp in there. It's know, funny it's because little... the best, imp- the best uh, impressionist. Imp- Impersonation, impersonator, impersonators. When they change their when they change their voice, it actually every single imp- impersonation sounds a bit like their right. own voice. They're like so, yes, yes. Like you ain't got no right. hot sauce, no mild sauce. Okay, it's more about learning the person that you're impersonating's cadence of how they speak, and mm-hmm. they're like and, Christian and the, is like a tweeted tweet. Wednesday yeah, the words. I don't really sound like that. But, well, there's you know. two different types of impersonators. There's the caricature, which is which is. All right, who's this? Ready? Hey, you know we're we're playing how we're capable. We're playing what we're capable. Of. Oh wait, yeah. I know it because of the because of the mouth. I'm trying this one, but it's tough. No, there's no math. Don't. Hey, you know we're we're a good team. Oh, you I got it. Judge. Yeah, it's judge. Judge, <laughs> I'm working. It's good. You, you can know, get we're that. We're a good team. We're a good team. We're we're. Playing He's kind of got a little Obama in him. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. It's like a tamer Obama. Yeah, you know, we're playing. We're, we know we're capable. Of. That's pretty good. <laughs> can we? Can we not? Can we not right now? <laughs> Are you mad at Judge? Uh, no, I actually am very happy with Aaron Judge right now. Um, earlier today, the it's it's almost uh, eight forty five, maybe a little after on Monday night. The Yanks uh, won their makeup game with the Twins after. Uh, Falling down five and nothing. Aaron Judge hits a big home run in the eighth inning. Uh, thank God. I mean, I, I didn't see the, any of the game. I listened to a lot of it on the radio uh, when they started making their comeback because I was too. just absolutely disgusted that they fell down four nothing. Um, five nothing. Well, it was four nothing early yeah, and, and then, then five. Uh, I mean, you got to. I mean, do you want to give. Yes. want to give Luis Hill I do. Any credit. I do for, because you want to know why. In? Absolutely, because the kid's not going to be perfect, and this was the first bit of like true adversity he faced in the in the I big mean, he leagues. Was, he was pretty terrible. He was terrible, but you know what? He's a no, young fucking kid. Too. He was pretty yeah, terrible. Seven walks through. Four, four. Yeah, but yeah, but he like yeah, but he came out unscathed. I mean, he gave I mean, up. He what? did it, and he gave up the run. I mean, the runs. Yeah, they were inherited. I get that, but what I'm saying is, in this moment. This was the first time he got knocked around early and really didn't have his stuff. And this fucking team didn't just need a win today. They needed some depth out of their starter. And this kid fucking settled down. We're talking about a kid who shouldn't, who the Yankees probably would have kept in the minor leagues for another five years before they called him up. And he did a great job, man. I mean, there's something's got to be said now about the way the Yankees are handling these pitches. Oh, absolutely, dude. Because Davey Garcia is a fucking train wreck. Train wreck. And that's putting since, it nicely. And since uh, he'll stop taking regular turns in rotation, he's been bad. Didn't I tell you that was going to happen? Didn't I say it a couple episodes ago? Yeah, he ended up going six innings that day. And only yeah, that's what I'm saying. One batter. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Okay, John Smoltz. Like, this is what pissed me off about the game on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Did you just call me John Smoltz? <laughs> like, that's, that's the worst thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, I agree. 
But you just you know, like they're throwing bouquets at Taiwan Walker's feet because uh, he I made guess. it six. In- you still gave up five runs. It's not a good start. Like yeah, I like yeah, same but there's thing one I'm gonna difference. Say about Lou- there's one thing I'm gonna. What's the difference? The difference is the Mets lost that night. Well, not the Yankees to, didn't. I mean, well, the Yankees tried to lose. Yeah, they tried their best. Uh, I I will give both pitchers credit for settling in and giving their teams the opportunity to come back and not getting knocked out of a game early. You want to give them credit for that. But anytime that you give up five runs and when you exit the game, you're losing, I can't get wild about, oh, that's a great... Like, John Smoltz is saying that's Taiwan Walker's best start of the year. Like, what are you on, drugs? No, you have to really... I hate this word, compartmentalize. Ooh his start today because overall you can't say that's a great start by heel right you can't say that but when you no. when you take the certain context of what he did right. the fact that it was 20 the first games time in 20 came, days right he came out and got fucking knocked around and it was a really important game for him to give at least five six innings and he could have he, he could have fucking caved in the third and that could have been it and we could have seen fucking andrew heaney which got to give heaney a little credit over the last couple days he really Minimize damage where he could have really fucking imploded. It's uh, it's such a mind-boggling move though on Sunday night. Like why it are you is. bringing in Tahini with the bases loaded? You're conceding a run at that point because the Yankees are back to their blueprint bullshit, right? The Yankees are back to the fucking mock-up of how the game's going to go, no matter what the situation is, and, and that's it. I that, mean, to an extent. But, here, but here's the problem. Here, and he, I don't know if this is the the sole reason why they're doing it, Jonathan Wise could not be in that bullpen screws everything up. They don't have yeah. that weapon to deploy when they need to deploy Since it. Since you brought him up, real quick, do we have any update on him? I haven't heard anything since he's going to be shut it down. Sound, it sounds likely, though, if, if this team... Now we're talking about if this fucking team, right? Last week or two weeks ago, we were saying at the very least they have to at least hold the top wild card. Now it's if they even make the playoffs again. It sounds like he'll be back. Maybe the last week of the season. Domingo Herman should as long be as back, back in the next week or so. Severino. Domingo Herman coming back is actually going to be huge for this team. Yeah, I mean, they need weapons in that bullpen. And I mean, if you're going to, you want to give Andrew Heaney credit, I mean, he didn't blow up the game last night. He held it where it was today. So anytime that that happens, I guess you got to give Andrew Heaney credit. But, but like he shouldn't it, even be on this team anymore. He shouldn't be on the team anymore, and it's 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 pure stubbornness. I I would believe at this point um, that we the, should probably. The, uh, sorry, Christian. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we should probably get an update on Lewisica because he was shut down to not throw for ten days, and tomorrow will be the tenth day of that. Is it really so we'll, that yeah, long? So we'll get an update on that tomorrow. I'm guessing. But yeah. again, like. Okay, you want to say bring up Adam Moore and bring up Adam Moore. And honestly, at this point, what what does it matter? But he should have been gone long before we needed to rely on him. Like, yeah. while and and to me, these are one of these things where Brian Cashman just get just gets stubborn yeah. about shit. Like, oh, I traded for him at the trade deadline, and I gave up prospects for him. Yeah, so I can't if I designated him, I I look stupid. I think well, it's, sometimes, sometimes you gotta look stupid. I think it's eighty percent that. <laughs> I also think it's twenty percent that um, Matt Blake does have confidence he can really tweak him enough to be somewhat. But some guys are so bad. Like you yeah. want to say that. Matt Blake has worked with Clay Holmes, and Clay Holmes is, is inching towards being a 
top level reliever? Yeah, I believe that. Even though Clay Holmes at times some people are just hopeless. Has he hasn't been able to finish innings, which tonight or this afternoon was nice to see him finish the inning coming in in the tenth and not allowing that runner to score. He's looked dominant. There's been times he's looked dominant yeah. for the first yeah. two batters, and then he and then he just falls apart and allows yeah. a run. Yeah. Well, here's mm-hmm. my thing at this point. And I think most of us can agree. But when is, I mean, you know, like, like we said, before you finish your point there, like we said, Andrew Heaney gave us all we, we, we could have ever wanted out of him because he shut down the Red Sox in one game. Right. Stop trying to go right. down that well again. Stop trying to find that gold again. Stop, stop trying. You found, yeah. Andrew Heaney gave you a the, fucking great the, start against the Red Sox. You the, found enough. the lightning in a bottle. That was it. Okay. And it's like, at this point, I can't. I can't continue to lose games or or have games get out of reach with Andrew Heaney on the mound. It's just inexcusable. Yeah. That's my point. Like, give me anyone else. Give me something else. Like you said right. when you were, you know, defending the Yankees like you always do, Christian. When you said, like, when he brought in Sal Romano the other night, like, Three. you don't blame him fully because it's like, who the fuck else is, is there to rely on? That's my kind of how I feel with Heaney right now. Like, give me someone else. Because I know what I'm getting out of Heaney at this Did point. Did they both pitch in that same game, right? There? I believe they both pitch in that same game. Which, which you know how like people but say the, two things shouldn't be in the same sentence like ever? Like yeah. Sal Romano and Andrew Heaney should never be pitching in the same game when the team is on the brink of losing a fucking wild card spot. The only reason why I didn't have a major issue with Sal Romano is that who are supposed to be our top three relievers in this bullpen right now? Yeah. Chapman, Green, and Holmes. And the night before, after Guardy gets the game tied 3-3, what happens? Holmes, Green, and Chapman come in the game and all allow a run. This team's bullpen is so bad that it's not that I want Sal Romano pitching in a fucking seventh inning of a tie game. It's just that what are my options? So if Aaron Boone's going to try to just throw shit on the fucking wall and see if it sticks for a night, I mean, how? I'm honestly though, like, what are you gonna, what, what are you gonna argue? Chad Green should have been in the game because what did Chad Green do yesterday? Yeah, yeah and and you know, I right. see a lot of people on Twitter saying, you know, the bullpen, it's because they're overworked and so on and so forth. But really, let's break that down for a minute. Is Chapman shitting the bed because he's overworked? He hasn't pitched enough, in my opinion. Right, exactly. Okay, so that's number one, right? right? So we're talking about the three guys. Was has Clay Holmes been overworked? I would say probably not. Okay, and Chad Green Uh, has he's pitched seventeen and two third innings. Okay, and Chad Green, um, has this been a season long thing or has it just been recently because he's overworked? Well, I gave you two damn like really bad stats on him earlier today. since the beginning of the, the COVID season, 2020, he has the second most uh, home, runs. home runs allowed. Okay. Second most and the second most Ooh, losses by a relief yeah. pitcher. So let's like, like it's easy to just sit down and say they're overworked wow. because when you don't really break it down, it's like, yeah, I mean, they, they probably have been, but is when Chad you, Green washed? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we got to get to nah. that too, but yeah, no, he is. And I'll tell you what. When you really break things down, because sometimes it's easy to just be lazy and say, yeah, they're overworked. But when you break it down, realistically, those three guys are not overworked. They've just really been bad. No, you know who's been overworked? Wandy Peralta. Wandy Peralta. How about Licky? How about Licky? Licky's been overworked, too. He has been. 
Boone's tried to stay away from him a lot recently. And you guess what? As much and, of him. and guess what? Who, who would you who who do you trust more right now? Overworked Peralta or Chad Green? I mean, Wandy Peralta. He's I, had his flaws, and and they become they're coming becoming more common now. <laughs> yeah, they're becoming more common now. But still, I mean, who do you trust more right now? I trust I Wandy. I don't trust Chad Green showing up to your son's T-ball game and trying to get him out. Okay, I agree. I agree. And don't tell me I overreacted last night when he gives up that fucking home run to Lindor in you the eighth inning. It. You saw and, coming. Yeah, I saw it fucking coming because he's Chad Green. He's well, fucking Chad Green. Yeah. And don't tell me I overreacted when I tweet after he gives up the home run. That should be the last pitch he throws as a Yankee. Uh, there's you like you want to say I'm the Yankee apologist. It takes me a long time to get to the point where I'm done with fucking guys. I'm done with Chad Green. No, I don't I think you're an apologist for the players. I, I can't fucking watch him anymore. Try to come in and get big outs for this team. Um, well, here's the thing, right? It's like, I fucking lost my train of thought. Oh, here, this has been the worst part of this past like couple weeks of this fucking downward spiral. Yeah, the offense has been dead a lot of nights, but there's also been a lot of nights where they fucking come back in the seventh and like they miraculously tie the game. And you're like, this is it. They fucking, they got the spark. Like, look at last night, for example, with the whole, you know, with Lindor starting it and then fucking Stanton pulls that shit, which was amazing, and they fucking lose that game? Mm. No, you can't be losing those games, Bro, man. Think about the, the Toronto series. They get swept, right? The Toronto kicked their ass, but they it, it, those middle games are not... At, they, the Yankees should have been able to find a way in... I believe it was the second game of the series. Guardy hits a three-run home run, and then it was boom, boom, boom. All your top three guys all hour run, you lose. And then in the it was in the next game. <clears throat> that that was a Sal Romano game. You know, Rizzo hits the home run in the sixth, I think it was. And then they have nobody to go to in the fucking bullpen. Yeah. Why are you done? Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, Toronto's got solid starting pitching. Their their starting pitching is pretty good, right? But you're home. You're the Yankees. Like, why Why are you getting shut down? Well, they don't they have shouldn't... Marcus Stroman anymore, so it's not that good. And they're killing the Rays right now. Are they? 7 nothing. Yeah, fuck the Rays. Like, I, I could have ima- called that, too, that the Rays were going to just I, fucking I take- texted it to you. Yep. I texted it to you the other you day. I said, I bet you the Blue Jays beat them four out of six games. They mm-hmm. played them six out of the next nine. I guarantee you they win four. But here's the thing, right? Say you're with a girl, right? And she just fucking clean, breaks your fucking heart, moves on. You never talk to her again, and that's it, right? Is that is that easier than if she were to drag you along, keep pulling you back in, break your heart again, bring you back in, break your heart again? How? What do you think you come out stronger with? The just clean break or the fucking hope that things are going to work out and then they keep fucking no, failing. The, the perpetual hope is worse. So that's what the Yankees are doing to themselves right now. They're the they're offense to us. The offense is hit, no, but it's to themselves also oh, because fuck, fuck what they do because Stanton comes it's, out it's, right in the seventh inning or the eighth inning and hits that fucking home run last night. And it's like the heart of the team is back and it's fucking pumping. And then the next very next inning, it's fucking ripped out of their chest again. And that hmm. can't a team cannot sustain that. Dude, it's happened can't. like it's happened but, like six times over but the last. But it seems yeah. that they can sustain it because they they always have they they seem to always come back from this, dude. After what happened last night, and they fall down four nothing in the first inning. You think they're winning this game? No way. 
Oh, only no, listen. Not today. The only hope I hung, I, I held on to was that it was the Twins at Yankee City. Right. But did right. I was honest still, when, no, when I had no hope because I was busy this afternoon. And when you said you said what texted whatever you said that triggered me to go look at the the score and I saw it. I said. There's no reason to ever open this fucking app again for the rest yeah. of the day. Well, that's why I give Heal a lot of credit because he could have just fucking laid down and died. And and when he was going into the fifth and the sixth inning, I said to myself, man, you know, you can't say this kid had a good start, but you you got to hope that like it's not it's not, you know, a, a difficult to ask for this offense to score fucking five mm-hmm. runs against a team that had to go to their bullpen in the second inning. Well, that's what I said to you when they're down five, nothing like, why can't this team win a slugfest? Why the, the twins lost their pitcher in the fucking second batter of the game. That was the first inning. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. happened there? He got hurt. Yeah. An abdominal strain. Okay. Fucking like, come on now. Me. Like, first of all, <laughs> I, you know, the guy's had a solid year, but he's not somebody I, I'd be afraid of at Yankee Stadium. He lo- he leaves the game. The Twins got to go to a bullpen game, and they don't... Sc- and you want to know something? And when I heard this on the radio, I said, what the fuck is he doing down 5 nothing, scoring, uh, stealing a base here? But Tyler Wade... I was thinking the same thing, Tyler dude. Wade Tyler. built that run, and if they don't score mm-hmm. that run, they lose today. So credit to Tyler Wade mm-hmm. for stealing that. It's actually almost two runs. Fucking DJ oh. got robbed of a home run there. So he then Higgy got him over and DJ got him in that getting that first run on the board yeah. was big. So you got to give Tyler Wade a lot of credit there. So plus he's key. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, super, let's super, uh, super cute. we got to we got to try to uh, put a lot of things. We are going to start banging. Okay. <laughs> put a lot of things into a compact amount of time. Where'd here, that so. go, bro? That's old, bro. That's fucking great. Yeah, this is when they were they scored like three runs in fourteen games, and Boone's like, "We're gonna start banging." <laughs> so, the let's let's cover Saturday, let's cover Sunday first, okay? Okay. All right. You know, first of all, to any Met fan out there that that is trying to come up with with a uh, Astros like conspiracy and, and uh, that the Yankees uh. are whistling and. Uh, you know, they're illegally stealing signs. You're a fucking idiot because if you outside of this weekend have watched the Yankees at all, they're the fucking worst. Yeah. Like if they're okay. stealing signs, that's they're doing, I, doing it wrong. I feel even worse about this team. If yeah, they know we're pitching signs, <laughs> they should stop. Yeah. If the Yankees are cheating, they're not doing it right. Okay. Yeah. And like, so, I don't, I don't mind. Lindor doing what he did. Like, I hate him as a Yankee fan. I think he's scum, but I don't mind it in a sense of like, yeah, you want to fuck it's you, you know, you want to steal our signs or whatever. That's what they thought was going on. Fine. But you lit a fucking fire and the, and it's just that Chad green fucking sucks or else you probably would have lost that game. But what I hate is when it turns into this whole Yankees are wrong. Like, even if they were stealing signs, that's on your picture, dude. If he's yes. tipping his fucking pitches, or if the or if the catcher's too predictable with the signs he's putting down, yeah. sorry, bro. It's not like the Yankees have a fucking camera in center field and they're right. relaying it. If this is between the lines, some, bro. If they picked up on yes. something between the lines, there's there's nothing wrong with that. that now, yeah. if you know if they got binoculars and they're like, hmm, hmm, right, yeah, then there's right. then we have a problem there. But right. But do you agree you know, the Mets the that's fine the Mets want to be pissed about it that they thought they were stealing that's fine you want to fucking whistle but guess what John Carlos Stanton's gonna come up and fucking hit a two run homer 
to tie the game and start a fucking war. It's just, it's just that Chad Green sucks, and they lost. What are we going to say as Yankee fans? You know, here's what I'm going to say. I'm sick and fucking tired of this team when they get into these situations they get fucking embarrassed, okay? This yeah. happened with the fucking Rays, the stable, at ni- the 98 stable or whatever Kevin Cash said, yep. and the Rays ate their fucking lunch last year. Now Francisco Lindor's with the stupid-ass whistling. Then they get into the, Whoa. you know, and then they get into the thing with the with uh, Stanton, and then what happens? Lindor, Lindor swings his dick, third home run of the game, they lose, okay? So th- when, are, when are the Yankees actually going to, gonna wake the fuck up and stop getting fucking embarrassed mm-hmm. like this when are they gonna get the last laugh that's what it comes wait i have a question though last year with the race was that the whole brousseau yes that was last year right and that was he, one yeah yeah, Ch- he, yeah got Chapman, laugh. he got yeah, the last laugh he got that Chapman big yeah, the, the head. Head. and then the altuve shit you know he he hits that home run the year before they get yeah. the last laugh again and it's like you're right i mean that's really where this team dies and and that kind of segues into something i just wanted to bring up real quick you know, with Jeter being inducted and everything, I was watching a highlight video on, on you know, ESPN poster or some bullshit before his speech. And I'm like, you know, this guy was a fucking winner. And we talked about this, that when you think about Derek Jeter, you think winner. Why? Why is he the one synonymous with winning? And it's because that, that dude was a leader. He led his team to winning. And the Yankees don't have enough leadership on this team. I'm sorry. Judge has been fucking phenomenal this year. He really has. But I just don't see the leadership quality in him that that I need to see. Someone needs to step up and say, look, I'm in charge of this fucking team. And you need to pick your fucking ass up. Stop smiling in the fucking dugout. Chapman, stop smirking when you give up a double down the fucking line. This is not funny. We need to start fucking winning ball games and play like the New York Yankees because when this team's playing great, that's fine, but that's not when you need leadership. You don't need leadership when things are great. You need leadership when you're fucking in a downward spiral, and we've seen it too many times now with that when this team starts to fail, there's no looking back, and, and that's because it's lacking leadership, and, cool. and Judge really needs to step up. He's starting to on the field now, which was step one. Yeah. Now he needs to take control. Well, he's calling team meetings. I mean, what else do you want the guy to do? You want him to fucking punch somebody in the face? No, I just want... Let me ask you a question. I want you to answer seriously. When when you saw Derek Jeter play, regardless of how subtle or little you saw leadership, is it the same leadership that you see in Aaron Judge? It's not, it's not apples and apples, though. Mm, no. Why? Because I think Jeter, Jeter had established himself as a winner very, very early in his career where it was 96, 98, 99, 2000. When, when was his rookie year? 95? How'd he do it? Well, 96 was his... How'd he I do mean, it? He had, a, he had a cup of coffee in 95. Yeah, a cup of joe. How'd he do it? Uh, he be, you want to know what... By getting hurt all the time? Oh, so now we're back by, on by, by playing New York, New York after a win against Boston? No, he did it okay, by well, what... You said Judge was starting to do today, and that's... There you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now it's time to grab this team by the fucking balls and say, this is my team. I don't care if they slap a fucking captain title on my chest. I'm the captain of this fucking team now. And that's it. You take fucking control, man. All right, so we should we got to trade him then. You know what it is? It's too much of like... You you know, you heard a lot about Girardi, Girardi upsetting Sanchez and whatever... Like, no, you need some fucking, you need to upset some people. 
Like, Judge needs to walk around like he has the biggest swinging dick in the, in the clubhouse. I'm in charge of this fucking team. I am in charge of this team. This is my team. We're not going to be dicking around in the, in the dugout when we're fucking down 5 nothing after losing six games in a row, okay? We're going to fucking go out there, and we're going to be the New York Yankees again. And it's time for Judge to do that now because, let me tell you something, where, where, would he, where does he stand right now, do you think, in MVP talks? Probably maybe third, yeah. And 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 regard even if he was number two, having the most dominant year of his career, you know he's not going to win it anyway, right? right? No so, matter what. So in the context of Judge right now, what we expected of him, can you say right now that from what we expected from him, he's living up to expectations? Yeah, this season, I I don't think you, you can't can say, say no. You can't no. say no. The guy's been. Moved around to different positions. He's been great. He's been on the field. He's been on the field. Yeah, producing. And, Absolutely. And the, way he, the way he plays the outfield, too, he's is great. so underlooked. He's yeah. such a great outfielder, especially he, a right fielder, his, his main position. But you know who kind of scares me a little? Gallo in the that, outfield a little bit. No, he should. He made scare. me hold my he's, breath a couple solid. times today. He he's probably just still getting used to the dimensions and everything like that. But he's a he's a good outfielder. good outfielder. But look, how many how many games do they have left? 18, 19? Something like that. Okay. 17. So over these next 18, 19 games, it's time for Judge to step up, not just on the field anymore. Oh, he's hit three home runs in the last two wins. No, so listen. I, no, no, no. I'm saying not just on the field now. He's fucking clearly the leader yeah. of this team. And, and guess what? Guess who's not far behind? Giancarlo yeah. Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker. Eight, let me tell you something. Games left. Me and Christian games talked left, about this last night. You want to boo him now? You know what you've done to yourself? Yeah. You've proven that you are just a, a fucking obnoxious idiot. You don't watch the team. And, and, if you're and booing him at this point. Your booing has, has lost all credibility at this point. All of it. And you got to give, give Stan a lot of credit for being able to handle that and then use that as a precedent for all these new veterans that come in and be like, hey, dude, don't worry about it. It's not mm-hmm. you. Because that's that he was quoted as saying, it's not you. It's New York. It's not the player getting booed. It's the performance and what is yeah. expected out of you. So the fact that he's been able to clearly show that he's been you know, treated unfairly and overcome that, that's a great example to set for any veteran that wants to come. There's to this two things team. that people can't get out of their mind with John Carl Stan. It's the bat against Kimbrell in game four of the division series in 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he missed basically two years of, of time. Here. Yeah, it's tough to get over. Well, but- and also, you know what else hurt him was his was after that Toronto series when he first came to the Yankees, was how terrible he was at the home stretch when they uh, when his first homestand as a Yankee, what that he struck bullshit. out eight times in that two games or something. Bullshit. I'm yeah, but you. that. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah after he hit two car. home runs in his yeah, first game as a Yankee. Yeah, his first two at-bats. Oh, so he didn't get a hit, didn't get a hit the Clipper. first time up. We got a boo. boo. Yeah, yeah I mean, it started I mean, there. The and it started, it that started there, and it never ended. Mm-hmm. So here's 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 what you got to know about John Carlos Stan. The guy's been healthy this year. He's been really good. And last night, he proved that he's a fucking Yankee. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't want to. Awesome. I don't want to hear anything. Don't don't fucking say a goddamn word that he made the final out of the game because. And I I've made this this point several times before. John Carl Stanton could literally go four for four with four home runs, 
And if the Yankees are trailing five to four in the ninth inning of the fucking game seven of the World Series, and he lines out with the tying run at at, at third base, they'll kill him. He sucks. How great would it have been though? How bad were you just wishing? He fucking put one over the fence again. Yeah, but I mean, no. Diaz, I don't know. Diaz must have fucking drank like 40 Red Bulls before he came into that game last Well, night. no, he was fucking shook for a little while. He was shook. And, and and you didn't want, there wasn't anyone else you wanted up in that in that spot other than Stanton. Judge well, was out battled, of the game. He, I mean, he battled. He did. I mean, you're not going to always come through, but, you know, you can't say oh, only ninth inning is clutch. It's not only ninth inning is clutch because that was a big home run that he hit to get the game to 6-6. Six to six. And then, you know what? Along the way, you know, he's going to tell Francisco Lindor what he fucking thinks. So that guy earned a ton. I mean, if he didn't earn your respect last night, yep. then he's never going to earn your respect. And here's no. the here's the yep. one, like, silver lining, I guess, the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm seeing right now that I do have a little hope left that this team can go on one more run to make the postseason. DJ LeMay is starting to step up, and, and yeah. he was really big the last couple wins. Like today, he had a couple big base hits to to get innings going or to keep him going. Um, he's got to keep going. Yeah. I mean, does, he's got to be DJ down be, the stretch. Yeah, it could be lining up where if they can somehow just make it into the postseason at these. Well, guys today could, was big. I mean, today was a yeah. huge win. Yeah, massive. You can't. I mean, yeah, dude. Like you can't lose that game. They can't. No. There's a lot. We say that. Yeah, but we how many times have we said they can't lose this game? They lose that game. Well, they, it's yeah, but now there's 18 games left, so we're you know, it's only so many times. Well, we I, I get quote, away with that. I now. quote t- tweeted our boy uh, Salicata because he said, "Yanks are done, lifeless at the stadium against the Twins. There's no bigger sign. They're toast." I said, "Sal, the Yankees not being able to write the ship against the Twins at home is equivalent to using the guaranteed home run cheat code in King Griffey baseball, but instead he swings through the ball and tears his fucking oblique." It just doesn't happen, and yet it's happening. Until it didn't. Until it didn't happen because the Yankees can't lose to the fucking Twins at home, and they didn't. Poor Twins, man. And they didn't lose. So that's a huge sign for the Yankees. They have to start learning how to run with momentum. It can't just be on a Mm 13-game tear. They They gotta build. They got to build because the yeah, Blue Jays aren't they slowing were 34 down. Thirty-four and eleven. They were thirty-four and eleven through a quarter of the season, and then they they just completely fell on their face. Like that, they've they've done the they've had these stretches where it wasn't just a thirteen in a row where they played good baseball over a prolonged period of time, and they just instead of when the wave comes down, they don't they don't know how to keep themselves from drowning. It crashes down. That's what the problem is. Like this team just can't like oh well we play you know we played hot for forty games or whatever it is you know we're gonna lose a couple and then they get back to at least playing five hundred baseball no they lose what did they lose thirteen out of uh thirteen oh. out of fifteen or something like that I think they went two and eleven was the stretch they did go I mean yeah that was they did go two and eleven at one point I think it's the, so it I mean here's the further. thing right he, this is why the Yankees have put themselves in su- themselves in such a bad position. Because the the Red Sox play the Mariners tonight at 10 o'clock, right? And it's like, oh, let's hope the Mariners win and the Yankees essentially, you know, will have a game up on on the Red Sox in the loss column. But guess who's right behind the fucking Yankees now? Seattle. And it's like all these teams are going to be playing each other. And and the 
Toronto Blue Jays, I don't know what the fuck they did. I don't know what happened there, but they're not losing. Chris, that's why over these next nine games, they have to go eight and one. They have to figure out a like, way to go are eight the, and one. Are the Rays just kind of packing it in because they know they have the division? I don't know. I'm not paying it that close attention to the game. I mean, it's, it's certainly possible that they might take their foot off the gas a little bit here now. But as we've seen crazy 10-game swings in, in, a, in a division happen in three weeks, you know, it's happened how many times? Uh, over the course of the year so far this year. it's I've never seen a streak, not even the Yankees, just like it's American League in general outside of the Rays, streak, like the, the streakiness of these teams. The, before before Toronto went on this hot streak, they were they, they had faded out. Yeah. They were like five or six games out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These They're 9-1 their last stri- And now look at the A's. Are- look at the A's, how they fucking yeah, fell apart. Almost. That's that's the Yankees. I mean, look at the Red uh, Sox. The only team that really didn't, they had a little bit of a lull, but it didn't last long, was the Rays. Yep. And then they just fucking turned it on to a different level. They never let that lead get lower than four games. I mean, that's that's not <sighs> really, you don't really sweat at that point. So that's why with the, the Orioles, Rangers, and Indians, I mean, the Yankees have to go eight and one. These are bad teams yeah. because you're going to finish the season out against the Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Rays. I mean, the you know, you absolutely know that the Rays could have every single thing locked up heading into those last three games of the year. And if the Yankees are playing for their fucking lives, Kevin Cash will try to beat them. Oh, absolutely. So they're not going to get any easy pass those last three games of the year. Yeah. So they have to go out there and handle business. Yeah. And if, if they look, let's say they go eight and one and then they go four and five, right? That gives them 12 wins. That's borderline of what it would take to get there. 12 wins. They need to win at least 13, 14 games out of these, out of these last 18. That's gonna be they tough. go 13, they go 13 and five. They're, they're getting into the postseason. I think that's like the baseline. Of what they need to do. If they get to 13 and 5, yeah, they'll look, get in. I say this all the time. Good teams beat great teams. And great teams know how to beat bad teams. And the Yankees' problem this year has been that they have beat, they have been able to beat some great teams. And they've just completely played down to these shit teams. I mean, that seems to be the Yankees' biggest issue this year is that they play down to these teams. And it's like, I'm sorry, I know the Mets have talent, but like... We're talking about a team under 500. You're fucking 16, 17 games over 500. You should be fucking wiping their ass on the fucking floor. I mean, it shouldn't be. Look, you want to give them a game? Fine. But what was the final record of the two teams? Two and and four. They went two and four, right? That can't happen. Well, the Yankees, the Mets have caught the, I mean. What's the record against the Orioles? Nine and seven, I think. Oh, six, maybe. Oh, the Yankees, uh, the Mets have caught the Yankees at really good times. The Yankees poorest two points of the season were when they played the Mets. So, and with the Orioles coming up here, it's not, look, they got embarrassed last week at Yankee stadium, losing two out of three. And you can't even have, you can't even have three games where they have to squeak out wins. The Yankees need to beat up on Baltimore. They need to rest this pitching staff and get healthy and beat up on the fucking Orioles. They had winning games five to three, where you got to be in your, in your bullpen every night is not good enough right now. 
Uh, yeah, you need to blow them out. You know, they just gave it. Look, on Saturday, it was one nothing. They played a doubleheader against Baltimore and Toronto played a doubleheader. It was one nothing Baltimore going into the seventh inning. They were no hitting Toronto through six innings. Toronto scored fucking 11 runs in the seventh inning, and then they put up 22 the next day. Yeah, absolutely. You got to do some shit like that. Yeah, man. And, and, And this team, it's like, you know, when they were on that 13 game winning streak, I never, I never felt so good about a Yankee team. Like they just, they weren't stopping. They, they were unbeatable, but it's like, all they do is win, win, yeah, no matter what. Okay. But now we're back in this lull and it's like, you start to really break down games and players. And it's like, how many games did Chad Green himself blow? 10, (laughs) six to 10. Right. And it's like, that's unacceptable because this team's only one game out of a playoff spot now. How many how many games did Chapman blow on his own? Fourteen. So it's like these are the the you can't miss the playoffs the way the Yankees will miss the playoffs if they do in fact miss it. It's it they were too good for too long in too many stretches to say. <laughs> That this team doesn't deserve to be in the postseason. They because they do. It's been it's been these crazy bullshit games where they're up by three runs in the ninth and they can't fucking hold it down. That that can't happen. Well, it's not like this been, team's I mean, ten games this, out of a spot. In this recent stretch, they haven't even been They uh they haven't even been good enough to hold leads into the ninth inning to below, so <sighs> My mom has a crush on Chapman, by the way. Uh, ooh. On Chappie? Yeah, yeah, I said you wouldn't if he was popping a fucking, doing a desk pop in your fucking garage with his gun. Pop, pop. Pop, pop. Pop, pop. Um, there's something we really, there's a big story today, aside from the Yankees win, is uh, Gleyber Torres is no longer the shortstop of the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, part of me's like, good move, right? I'm happy about it. But it's like, why did it take this long? Why now? Is he the? I mean, really, the the initial thought that went through my mind is he's he's being scapegoated for them losing that series. Oh well, I mean, how could you not scapegoat him for last night? Mm. How could you not? I mean, you could. Yeah, I mean, but there's there's other reasons why they lost that game. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? Sometimes you can't go that far. Sometimes it does. Ha- Sometimes, if I'm quoting our president here, the buck has to stop somewhere. Okay, and then last night it stops with Glaber Torres. I'm sorry. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with my um, Yeah, because then what happened? Then they had a three-run three dinger run. or something? Oh, yeah, Dude, so you had Clark Schmidt pitching one earned run at, out of the four down. that were on the floor. Yeah. Today, so the Yankees are going to make Why not? Why tomorrow? not send him down? You know, why not? Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't. But at the end the, of the day, why was he not on this team? Who? Why was Luis Heal not on this team? I don't have an answer for you. I don't know. Oh, you why don't? It's not service time. And also, roster update: Sal Romano no longer with the Yankees. Oh, He's a free Christian, agent. you okay with that? The elected oh, free agency. It's so, thunder. Bye bye. That's what the dog hears. Why is it fucking thundering out? It's always raining. Um, I, 
look, if you want to say they're manipulating service time, whatever, I don't know that they don't, there's no logical reason why he, he shouldn't have been here. We've seen what the other options were. Uh, Corey Kluber sucks. Okay. Yeah, dude. I mean, you can't like Saturday night, you know, this team is struggling to score runs, struggling to win games. And they jump up five nothing. He immediately puts three yeah. runs back on the board for the Mets, including a fucking hit to the pitcher. You can't mm. that that can't happen. Ugh. No. I mean that's because he's he's not his stuff just isn't isn't really that good. Yeah, but I I'm so when he's not locating the way he was for a good stretch. I mean, dude, he was he was the best pitcher in baseball for like three weeks. Yeah, I'm still but, not too worried with about Kluber, I'm more... He's not going to pitch a big game the rest of the year. I'm more concerned with the bullpen. This bullpen scares Uh the shit out of me because, you know, I thought about Uh, this today. Kluber, he's a starting pitcher. (laughs) I thought about this today. It's like, like, okay, let's just say the Yankees offense goes on a tear. They're fucking winning games 10-0 in the fourth inning and they go on this miraculous run and whatever. It's like, but until I can rely on Chad Green again, well, until I can feel confident with, with Araldis Chapman on the mound, yeah. until I know that Jonathan Lewisica can come back healthy and, and be effective, I don't know where this team thinks they're going. All right. Well, here's what here's what we need to finish up on. We need to finish this conversation on Gleyber Torres because um, the Yankees are going to play the rest of this year where they're essentially tied for the second wild card. I believe they have the same amount of losses as Boston, right? Yeah, hopefully Boston loses tonight. Okay, so the Yankees are going to take two really good defensive players in LeMayu and Urshela and play them out of position to keep Gleyber Torres from playing fucking shortstop. Yeah, I mean, that says a lot. says a lot. Now, I feel confident enough in, in, even though Urshela really has been lost to the plate and the errors have got to stop with him. I mean, if he's not going to be a glove, he is... He's useless, but he, he actually, to, to if you, if you look at his numbers over his last X amount of games, he's actually not that bad. Glaber's been better, but it's like when you, when you mix in what he's done, you know, the entire year in the last couple of years, whatever, mix that in with being a complete liability in the field. You can't, you just, you can't do it anymore. No, uh, I mean, you have to discuss real quick is like, is his like, what's his long term future here? Because I mean, we might have touched on it last week. I can't see the Yankees trading him off this season where they're not going to get any value back for him. You know, Ryan said, we, I asked this guy's in a text earlier this week. Ryan's saying that they're going to get like a fucking middle reliever for him. You think Brian Cashman's cutting bait on Glaber Torres for a fucking middle reliever? No, no, no. no. No, no, I mean, no like, there's there's no trading him. So he's your second baseman next year? <clears throat> what it comes down to, I think, is Luke Voigt. What they do at first base in the offseason. If they try to move Luke Voigt, then you put Glaber at second base. I gotta in, find a way to, to resign Anthony Rizzo. I it, no, I do. but here's the thing. Unless the Yankees win a World Series, I don't see him coming back. Who? Or maybe a pennant. I don't see Who? Rizzo coming back. 
Nah, he's not coming back. No, they got to win a pennant or a World Series, and then and then he's you not, can. He's not going to come back. That's going to be way too much money, and they're not going to. They're but not going to shell out. I'm glad you brought this up real quick. Baseman. I'm glad you brought this up real quick. I no longer blame Hal for anything, because you know what? Why should he spend any more money? Why should he go over the luxury tax? Why? Why? Work for the Dodgers. Okay, it didn't work for the fucking Yankees. It doesn't work for the Yankees. Whose fault is that? Let's just assume for a second. Oh, back to firing Brian Cashman. Hold on. Let's just assume for a second we had to. Brian Cashman didn't pull off miracles and get all these guys at the trade deadline and without paying any money. Let's just assume we were responsible and paid all them. Did is it really panning out as of right now? Can no, you say? Can you moment? say it would have been great a great investment at, in this moment? No. And it's like. If I'm Hal Steinbrenner right now, I'm looking at the raise and I'm only looking at the raise and I'm saying, why should I spend any more money? Clearly, spending more money does not correlate with winning. This is the argument I've been making for Hal Wall. Yeah, now. and you're like, right. And you're right about it. I'm not blaming Hal Steinbrenner for anything anymore. He Until you win, let's say the Yankees came close, they won a pennant and maybe missed out on, on winning the World Series by a couple games. Then I'd say maybe you go and you break the bank and, and you get them over the edge. But this team has regressed. And it's like you're still spending money and you're regressing. I can't deal with that. Anymore. I, I would never spend another dime. You know, fuck A-Rod too. By yeah, the way. fuck him. You know, yeah, what, what the fuck's he talking yo, about? He's a fucking piece of shit, seriously. He's, ta- he's talking about ethics during a game. Him, yeah. A-Rod, talking about yeah. ethics. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what it was. He called something was unethical at some point. If they were stealing signs. Yeah. Coming from the guy. Not even that, bro. We heard, we heard this fucking idiot sit there when they played Boston a week or two before the trade down line Mm -hmm. and just said what a piece of shit Joey Gallo was, how he doesn't fit the fucking Yankees. And then last night makes the argument that the Yankees should fucking pick Gallo over Judge long term. <laughs> what do you do? Oh like, my seri- God. What, honestly, dude, if, you need. <laughs> there's certain, there's certain like, my, like thoughts that people bring up. And I just, I sit there and I go, how can anyone in their right mind believe that? How can anyone in their right mind even come close to thinking that Gallo should be the investment long-term over Judge? And I'm not putting down Gallo. I really like Gallo. I know he struggled. But you know what? He does things like today where you see you see why he's so deadly up there. And he gets on base a lot. So it's like, yeah. I, I'm not knocking Gallo. Is I know Joe a Gallo lot of fans. Is Gallo a great all, baseball have. player? No. Is he a good ball player that you can use? That, I that think he's can, definitely... A very you good can, baseball player. You can hide his deficiencies on a great team. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Joey Gallo being here. But if you are you want credibility, you want credibility of being an analyst for the two biggest networks that cover baseball and Fox and, and ESPN, you cannot fucking say, I don't care if the Yankees would have to pay Joey Gallo a dollar a fucking year and have to pay Aaron Judge $100 million a year. Okay, you can't tell me, and th- there's any rational thought that the Yankees would pick Gallo over Judge. No, no. Aaron Judge is the face of this fucking team. Can't. I tell you what, bro. I will. Th- it'll be a cold day in hell before I would be okay 
with the fucking Yankees letting Aaron Judge walk to give Joey Gallo a long-term deal. Are you fucking kidding me? No. No. There's nothing comprehensible about that. I don't care how old Aaron Judge is going to. You guys have got to stop with, oh, he's going to be 32. Who gives? You really wanted to take that risk. You want to take that risk that Aaron Judge is going to leave the Yankees because he's 32 years old. You want to take that risk? I, I'm not taking that risk. Aaron Judge should never put on another fucking uniform in his career. Now, if the Yankees give him six years and at 38, he doesn't think he's done and he wants to go somewhere, that's on Aaron Judge. But through the rest of the prime of his career, he can't go anywhere else. you got to be fucking insane to think that. We're seeing a healthy, motivated Aaron Judge. Healthy. Where would the, where would the Yankees be with Aaron Judge right now? Where <laughs> would they be with Aaron Judge right now? Seriously. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm sorry. You can also make this the argument with Stanton, too. I mean, yeah. when when this team well, has we know surged, not going anywhere though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying, just in general, like in in a general argument, you can say the same thing about Stanton, and it's like G- Gallo has been good. Yeah, he's had his awful moments, but I he's wondering where the dog was. He's under the table because it's thundering. Oh <laughs> like, my god! Can you fucking toughen him up a little? It's not. It's not bedtime, so I didn't give him any zannies. Can I get to Matt Blake mm-hmm. before we wrap up? Uh-huh. I just wanted to say one thing about Matt Blake. I wanted to get your take your takes on it. I think he's seeing somebody, Chris. Okay. So. okay. Blakey blue balls, I call him. Um, so I have a family member who's a scout for the Braves. We all know that. Apricola. Apricola. And he said something to me that, that was... You don't inter- even get that reference. No. And he said something to me uh, over the summer that was interesting to me. And he said... The, the problem with the Yankees and teams like that is that and why scouts like old school scouts are getting kind of pissed off is because old school scouts are like, these are guys who have been around the game forever and they see raw talent and whatever. The Yankees have turned hey, too much. Joker Jack's one. <laughs> the Yankees have turned too much, he told me, to to analytic guys who have n- no idea what baseball is about. All they're good at is numbers. And when you turn to too many guys like that, it, it fucking doesn't work. Maybe you can have a hybrid, like a mix, but the Yankees have gone too analytically driven. What does that have to do with Matt Blake? I want to bring up Matt Blake because I want to ask you guys a question. We know Matt Blake has a, has a strong history of all these like different technologies and really getting guys mechanics down and everything. But don't you feel like he's lacking and and I'm not knocking Matt Blake because I think he's done a great job. Don't you think he's lacking in the mentality of the pitchers like that are out there? Like how many times have we seen the same pitchers do the same things over and over? Oh, two counts fastballs right down the plate. And it's like, okay, maybe mechanics can be brought you know, I right, so you want to bring Chad Goldam back to be the pitching coach because he's throwing on. The no, 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 I'm not. Before. I'm not All knocking right. Matt Blake. I'm just asking Sergio you a simple Mitre, question. Maybe. I'm asking you a simple question that if we can knock Matt Blake for one thing, do we think it's on him that these pitchers keep going out there and in O2 counts look like they're down 3 0 in account? Can I can I use two words for you? Sure. Larry's Organizational fault. philosophy. They all buy into whatever the fuck it is that they're doing. This is why they're all here. 
So you want to single out Matt Blake? Go ahead, single him out. But this come, this is what the Yankees believe in. Like, how are we not sitting Chad Green down and, and being like, look, dude. And punching him in the fucking dick? I don't know. Your fucking ceiling is so high. You can be so good. But you do these things where it's like 0-2 counts, and then you fucking float a curveball in. How like, many dude, guys did they walk the other night? Yeah. They were up 0-2, and they fucking walked And him. I tweeted this, too. I'm sorry. A pitching coach also has to talk with his catcher once in a while and say, look, Gary, when Wandy Peralta throws nine balls in a row, call timeout. Walk out to the mound. I know there's a, a limit now on, on mound visits, but, like, Gary doesn't take any. Sometimes you need to slow the game down. And sometimes Matt Blake, and, and he does a good job with it sometimes, but sometimes he doesn't. And it's like he lets pitchers get a All little right, too please. deep and make the same mistakes over and over again. And I think that's his one flaw, and I think it's part of the reason why the bullpen has given up games that they shouldn't. Because they, the mentality of these pitchers sometimes is off. All right, so we only have a couple minutes here because Chris has got to get out of his uh, kid's room because I don't know why he left his studio to go record in his kid's room. Because I don't have anywhere to go right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we got to get to this before we wrap up here. Real quick around them. We, I feel like we ask this fucking question every two weeks, and we have to because of the way this fucking team plays. It changes your mind. Uh, Ryan, are the Yankees getting into the postseason this year? Yeah, they'll they'll get in. They're still what uh, tied in the loss column for that second spot. They have a very easy schedule coming up, and I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm obviously gonna root Chris, for that Yanks to happen. And I not. think it will happen. Cole coming back too plays a big part of it, and then oh. Tyone looking like he's gonna come back. If those guys, if it looked like they weren't gonna come back, Herman. They have the reinforcements. Yeah, I mean, we didn't touch on that. Jamison Tyone's hurt. He's on the IL. Boone said it's probably going to be a pain management thing for him, whether he can tough it out or not. So we're going to find out whether or not Jamison Tyone is a bitch or not. And I would hope that after surviving two Tommy Johns and fucking cancer, he's got enough testicular fortitude. And that's not a pun because I think he had testicular cancer. I think think he was, yeah. uh, To get on the mound with a little fucking torn tendon. So let's, let's go, Jamison. And that was after he fucking turned his season around. He sucked for how long after being pitcher a month, and he had a really good start last time out, and then he gets fucking hurt. That's just the Yankees in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Chris, so the Yankees get, are the Yankees getting in? Yes or no? Right now, I just, my hope is dwindling, but I can't sit here and say I that they won't just based on how close they've gotten, and I, I really think they have one more run left in them. I really do. I think they make it by the skin of their teeth. These next nine games are going to make or break their entire season. So if they are not in a postseason spot at the end of these nine games, they won't get there. And I'm going to just, they're, they're going to, I got to believe they got to do it. I mean, we came this far. Why, why say that they won't at this point? So we didn't actually run a poll. I just wanted some some quick opinions from the fans. We'll read a couple real quick. And I'm only doing this because I want to say something in correlation to this one dude. Uh, we'll just say, or you know, we'll read a couple out here real quick. Medic968, yes, call me crazy, but I think uh, they will click just in time. Cole's coming back. Kluber will be getting stronger. Lineup and bullpen will do just enough. Uh at Mountain Gal four five six, I think they will make a wild card spot. But if they do make it, I don't know how far they can get with this pitching staff. Um, 
all the way 08, no, because I'm saying no in hopes the universe spites me and they make it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. uh, and then and then last one here from at Laker 477. And I wanted to just read his because uh he says, I do see them scratching out a wild card, but in my opinion, I don't see them going far. Hopefully they will prove me wrong. And uh, you know, his name is Rob, and he's a former NYC firefighter who's currently suffering from cancer. Uh I he lived through and lost friends in 9-11, so I wanted to give him a shout-out on the show as we just passed the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, still a day that's fresh in a lot of our minds. Uh, and, you know, I the thing about 9-11 that people don't really realize is that it's not just the 3,000 people that died on that day 20 years ago. It's the lives that it continues oh. to... Was that thunder? That was you. Did you? The lightning bolt just came through my blind. Like you saw. Did you just get electrocuted? Are you all right? Uh, that oh, was Ryan. like weird timing. Dude. Ryan, Ryan, during the nine eleven wow speech. Dude. Dude. Um, just to get back on track here, it's for. it's the lives that it continues to take from people that the first responders and mm -hmm. people that lived in the area. Yeah. So, um, you know, without saying anything that is going to be inflammatory in the sense that uh, you're an idiot if you think this. There's no reason to ever downplay what happened on 9-11. Whether or not you feel a certain way about something that happened in recent history, it's never a reason to downplay what happened on 9-11. Okay, I so... And that documentary on Nat Geo, One Day in America, I believe it's called. Watch the first fucking episode, yeah, okay? If yeah. you want to be a fucking a smart ass and try to downplay anything that happened on yep. that day. And Just watch, watch one episode. And watch yeah. these fucking firemen and police officers and first responders going into these buildings, knowing that they're going to die just so they could try to get somebody else out here. Yeah. And watch and watch people, these, these poor human beings, with the only decision left in their lives is to whether jump from the top of the empire, jump from the top of the World Trade Center or be burned alive. Yeah. And then tell me you want to downplay what happened on 9-11. Yeah, and there's one scene I always, I keep bringing this up since I watched the docuseries, but it's something that I can't get out of my brain. And it was, you know, I've seen people jumping from the buildings. I, I knew that happened, obviously. No, and I know what you're going to say. There's one scene, and if you're really paying attention, you'll catch it. That you see a guy come out of the window, and he actually, for a few seconds, tries to scale the building to like somehow slide down. And then he just realizes how impossible that is, and he lets go. And it's like, you know, it's hard enough to see people jump and know that they're choosing an easier death, but it's even more just heartbreaking to see a guy say i know i need to do this but i want to at least try to live for my family when they're in the uh i guess you would call it the lobby of of the world trade center and you and just you hear, hear the crash fucking thuds of bodies and they have the to floor. pretend like it's not what it is because there's these guys never, were so fucking never, brave. constant it's constant too. these guys were so fucking to brave away, to take away from what happened on that day never a reason never no. So whatever you feel is what you feel. That's your opinion. We can disagree with it all we want to. We're never going to change your fucking mind about something. But never downplay 
what happened on 9-11. Never. 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 Because the second you do, I lose all respect for you. I lose all respect for you. End of story. End of story. Uh, So to anybody that's listening to this show that that you know, we, our hearts go out to you. If you were affected then now anything, I mean, I that day will always live with me. So, uh, you know, thank you to every, if you, if you know anybody or lost anybody, we, our prayers or thoughts are always with you for, uh, for that day. But, you know, we'll just quickly wrap up here to Yankster in Baltimore. Garrett Cole is coming back tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's a game the Yankees have to fucking run away with. Yeah. I'm talking like put Big. up, Put up four in the first inning. Let Cole settle in. Let him get out of there in six innings because just to get his feet back under him where, because you're up by 10 runs. That's the type of game the Yankees need to have tomorrow night. And we need you to go to patreon.com slash NYYST. Become a patron of the show. If you are a current patron or a new patron and you pledge $20 a month, all patrons will get a free T-shirt by the time we re- <laughs> by the time we record the next episode. So please go to patreon.com slash NYYSD. And if you want to see what t-shirts options are available, go to nyysportstalk.com slash shop. They're all there. The new El Capitan collection is there for you. Congratulations to the captain, Derek Jeter, number two, Derek Jeter on his induction into the hall of fame. Number two. Um, And, you know, five-star rating and review wherever you listen to uh, this podcast. I have to get out of here before I get electrocuted. Thank you very much for your continued support of the NYYST podcast. We love you. Thank you very much. Episode 252 in the books. SGR. Oh, yanks. Chris, say goodbye. (laughs) 